Uninformed immigrants are at a huge disadvantage in court, in financial and legal matters, and also sometimes in life. Well, what can we do about it? I'll tell you what. We can train, teach, inspire, and empower immigrants to maximize their lives regardless of their immigration status. And that's exactly what we're going to do here. I am your immigration lawyer and host, Otis Landerholm, and this is the Empowered Immigrant Podcast. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome. Welcome, everyone. And thank you for being here. Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Immigrant Live. I am your host, Otis Landerholm. I'm the founding attorney here at Landerholm Immigration APC, where we fight for your American dream. Today, we're going to be talking about the affirmative action case and what it means for immigrants. All right, this is not a normal uh, theme for me because it's not directly on immigration law. It's on affirmative action law. And, um, and so, um, so anyway, so, so I wanted to, uh, I welcome everyone and thank you so much for tuning in and thank you for everybody on YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, like welcome. Thank you for being here. So remember the Empowered Immigrant Live is where we train, teach, inspire, and empower immigrants to make the most out of immigration laws and to make the most out of their lives. Today, our theme is less about immigration law and more about our lives. And we're talking about the affirmative action case that was recently decided by the United States Supreme Court and what that might mean for immigrants. All right. And uh, as always, I'll ask the question, like, do you want to apply for a green card this year? Do you want to apply to come out of the shadows? This year, do you want to see what your options are this year? Is this year your year? Because if so, you know, the year is halfway done, everybody. All right, we're in July now. We're halfway done with the year. If this year is your year, like, now's the time. And go for it. And I'd love to help you with it. And my firm's on a mission. We're on a mission to win 10,000 immigration cases in the next 10 years, and we would love for your case to be one of them. All right? And so thank you all so much for being here. Before we get into our theme today, I want to start with just a quick empowerment tip. And my tip this morning is don't go for what's comfortable. Don't go for what's comfortable. Instead, go for what's difficult. Don't go for what's easy. Instead, go for what is challenging. All right? Taking on the challenge is where growth comes from. Taking on the challenge is where all the rewards come from in life. Don't do what's easy. Go for what's challenging. All right? Um, I promise you, it'll, it'll add more meaning to your life. So... Um, Good. Thank you. Thank you for being here. So now I want to talk about the theme. All right. Again, this is not a normal episode because I'm not talking about immigration law per se. I'm not talking about an immigration case that was decided. Instead, I'm talking about an affirmative action case and how it might affect immigrants. And so the case was uh, brought by a group called the Students for Fair Admissions. 
and they filed a lawsuit against Harvard, all right? I think also against the University of North Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but Harvard is a, a big one because a lot of the universities in this country and around the world look to Harvard's practices and copy them, all right? So this is like a, a big deal of a case. And um, the lawsuit was filed saying that Harvard University's admissions practices of considering race as one of the factors that it would consider is unconstitutional. Okay? And so that was the lawsuit. Like, no, you're not allowed to consider, even consider race as any factor. It shouldn't be allowed. And so, um, but you got to know, right, for years, many universities around the U.S. have implemented various programs to increase racial diversity in their admissions process, okay? Including many universities have asked students whether or not they belong to any specific you know, racial category, and you'd have certain boxes that you could check. Yes, I am, you know, any, um, any specific uh, racial identity that you have. And many universities would give some students an additional, like, weight in their favor, in favor of their application, if they belonged to a racial minority that was underrepresented at their university. That whole thing is what we call, quote-unquote, affirmative action. And that's been the law for a long time. Okay? Well, Harvard was sued for their affirmative action program, and the case went up to the United States Supreme Court, and on June 29th, like just, you know, just a month ago, the U.S. Supreme Court decided that Harvard's policy, which was university policy all over the country, was unconstitutional and going forward is unconstitutional and is now illegal and that race should not be any factor at all in the admissions process. Okay? And so I read that decision and... I wonder how that might affect immigrants and how it might affect the children of immigrants, right? I'm an immigration lawyer. I fight for the rights of immigrants. And so if, if a university cannot consider race when making a decision of who's going to go to the university, I wonder whether or not that might make it more challenging for my clients and for the children of my clients to go to university, to be admitted to a university, makes you wonder, right? Makes you wonder. I want to say a couple things about it, all right? I'm gonna, my, my main message is pretty short and sweet today because we don't know until the data comes in and stuff. But this is what I want to say about it. In your, like... If you are applying for admission to a university, all right, here's what I want to say. Please 
write about your immigration experience, write about your heritage, write about your upbringing, write about your life, write about your race, write about your culture, write about how those things have affected you and how they've helped you grow to become the person you are so that you can make a contribution to that university. All right? The Supreme Court, in their case, made it clear that writing about it, written descriptions about it in like an essay, can still be considered by the admissions team. The team, though, the admissions faculty, etc., are not allowed to just check a box that says, oh, I'm this race or that race, and have that be given just race alone be given some extra weight, but the, the experience of belonging to a certain culture or racial minority or things like that, or overcoming adversity in your life, can certainly still be valued. Got it? So, um, you know, also I want to say that, you know, people might read this decision and then just be like, oh, I'm not even going to apply. I'm not even going to apply because there's no way I'll be admitted. I want to encourage everybody to apply to, you know, if, you, if, if you've got that in you, apply for, un, for university anyway. All right? Un, I'm just speaking from my own experience, right? University can open doors in your life. Education, more than university, education is huge, right? Education can open doors in your life. And don't allow this case to turn you off from pursuing your own education. Like, don't. Don't allow it to get in your way. And if we're talking about your children, if you are an immigrant, if you're my client, and if we're talking about your children, like, please encourage your children to still apply to university. All right? It could radically change the quality of their life forever. Okay? So, um, that's basically what I wanted to say today. No one knows what's going to happen in the future. Universities could all become a thing of the past, for all we know. We could all be getting our education in the future from YouTube and ChatGPT and Alexa and Siri. But we're not there, really. I mean, we, we get a lot of, we can educate ourselves a lot through those things, no doubt. But in my opinion, and in my experience, because I've gone through it for myself, in my opinion, there is still an important place for universities in going, exploring, learning new things about different types of, you know, different types of uh, coursework that you can get educated in in one place that you, you might never have even been exposed to before. All right? Um, and yes, the price of university might be too high. Hopefully that corrects itself and, and, and should correct itself. And yes, maybe the admissions process might be more difficult than it should be because of this case and for other reasons. But in my opinion, I still think it's worth doing. 
all right? Especially if a person is a student and puts their all into it. You tr go, you try to learn and discover as much as you possibly can. During your time there, you get such value out of it. I swear, you, you know, it, it's worth its weight in gold depending on what you're doing, what you're studying, and what, how you're applying yourself in it. So anyway, I just wanted to talk about that case. Uh, it's, a big, it's a big one, right? It's a game changer for the, um, for the future of the United States uh, and for the future of who is given access to education. And in my opinion, everybody should be encouraged and given the opportunity to access education. Um, and... Um, and if you are listening to me and if you're thinking of going down that road, go down that road, all right? Don't let the U.S. Supreme Court discourage you in your efforts to get education or in your efforts to attend university. It could change the quality of your life, okay? That's all I got today, everybody. Are there any questions out there? You know, I'd love to, um, uh, I'd love to answer, you know, if you've got any questions, heck, I'd love to answer any questions you have. Um, and, um, and I don't really see any, so that's, that's fine too. If you do have a question afterwards, hey, send it over. I'd love to, uh, I'd love to still answer it. I can do that in a short video in YouTube and upload it, um, to our YouTube channel. To see those, go to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe, and when you do, also hit the notifications bell. And when you do that, then you'll get a little uh, notification in YouTube when we upload additional legal news, legal updates, things of that nature. Okay? Um, Nassim, I see you there. Good morning. All right, thank you. And Nayare, hello. Good morning. And Gabby, uh, hello. Good morning. And everybody who's tuning in on, on YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, Instagram, like... Hello, thank you so much for being here. I hope that this content was useful. I hope it was helpful, right? And, um, and you know, that's really all I have for today. If you have an immigration case or if you need help with your immigration situation, hey, please give us a call. We are here to help. We would love to help, okay? And, uh, and otherwise, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on our next episode of The Empowered Immigrant Live. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye.